ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate. Jalen Jacoby is presented by Allstate. Get protected from mayhem this year when you switch and save with Allstate. He's Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we Boss do? Up. And get the people! What? They want. Jalen Rose, we have some big news regarding the Brooklyn Nets. Shame on you! They did not hire Ime Udoka as was reported they wanted to. They hired Jacques Vaughn and longtime coach in the NBA. Jacques Vaughn had this to say when he was announced. I guess that was the uh, was that the write-in candidate in in the uh, minds of uh, of elections right now. But uh, I'm okay with that. I, I said to my wife, I might have not been her for, first choice, and uh, we we've been together 20 years, so you know it could all work out. So um, off we go. They signed him to one year, finishing this year as a head coach, and he'll be paid next year to be the head coach. Doesn't sound like he is the long-term solution. What do you think about this hire and the notable fact that it is not Ime Doka? If y'all think I'm going to be walking around with grays looking like Lovey Smith and Jacques Vaughn, y'all going to be waiting. You're going to have to succumb at some point. Y'all going to have to succumb. At some point, it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? But but in all honesty, I played against him in college. I'm happy that he has the opportunity. He's been a long-time assistant coach. He's been opportunity. He has the opportunity to be a head coach, not only in Orlando, but as an interim with the Nets, and actually has done a really good job in Brooklyn when he's had that opportunity. But as he mentioned, the term interim might as well be in front of his name. If you look at the terms of this deal, it really has him coaching the remainder of this year and next year. If you look at the landscape of how new coaches get hired, especially from within, normally that's a longer-term deal. We're talking about how much he got paid. We're not talking about how long the deal is. So he has an opportunity to win the job, but I don't think it's going to be his long term. Ultimately, for the Nets, here's what I'll say. The timing wasn't right for Ime Adoka to get hired. Was it's just it? too much noise. I don't know, Jalen. I'm going the other way with that. It seems like he was the right person, the best available candidate, and there would probably be a, a news cycle for about three or four days about the suspension and what happened in Boston, and then would go away, and they would start winning more basketball games. To me, that would be worth it. It seems to me like the league or someone intervened in this case. And that 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 happens in a lot of situations. But again, when I say the noise, like NBA news happens seemingly in dog years. So we forget it wasn't less than 12 months ago that the Nets got swept from the playoffs. Did KD ask to be traded? Did he ask for the GM and the coach to be fired? Mm-hmm. That Kyrie was denied an opportunity to get a deal. Last year, Kyrie didn't get vaccinated, so he missed half of the games. This year, he's suspended right now. And so all of these things, when you're trying to hire a new coach, become the press conference. The timing just isn't right. So let me modify what you said, though. That doesn't mean they can't still do it. 
just not right now. Because when people talk about Ime being the candidate for the job, remember, I'm going to be the first person to remind everybody this. He coached in Philly, Ben Simmons. He coached as an assistant as well with the Nets, KD and Kyrie. So he's as familiar with that situation as anybody could be and as in a, is as close to being somebody that can navigate a big three. See, I'm not just talking about KD and Kyrie. When the when they're healthy and they're on the court, they're going to score 30 points. I know what I'm going to get for them. It's 70 points right, right exactly. there. I don't know who gets 40 right. or 30 but, or whatever. But we need somebody that's going to nurture Ben Simmons. And Jock Vaughn was coaching yesterday. And I was at the game yesterday. Ben Simmons is going to have to be better for them if they're going to be a contending team. Jalen, you so, know I love Ben Simmons. You know how much I love Ben Simmons. And I was so excited for Ben Simmons and his fit on this team and how they don't need him to create on offense. They don't need him to shoot on offense. And this is going to be a perfect fit for him. They need defense and he's defense. So far, doesn't look great. Doesn't look great. Jacoby, in this, I want to quote the OG Doug Collins. The game is so hard when you can't shoot. Just think about this. Anybody that's ever played basketball, the first two things somebody do when they walk in the gym is dribble the ball or shoot the ball. Ben Simmons is warming up doing cuts and dunks because he's not trying to shoot the ball, especially in front of an audience that might record him when he's walking into a charity event shooting an air ball in the summer. Mm. It's a mental block. And so based on that, you're going to need a coach that's going to own making him play on the baseline. They're still not owning that. He has to be on the baseline. He has to be on the wing. If you were Joe Sy or Sean Marks, why wouldn't you just hire Ime Udoka, lose the press conference, let the storm blow up, and then calm down? You end up with the best coaching candidate possible, and you you actually kind of get him in an opportunity, oddly, where you normally wouldn't have. It's just that I feel the timing isn't good. But it don't mean it can't happen. That's what I want to keep stressing to you. Why don't you see... What happens with Kyrie and his suspension and if and when he returns? Why don't you let it play out to see if Ben Simmons can stay healthy? And then when this season ends, is Kyrie going to be there long term? Is he going to go expect, to Los Angeles? I don't expect to see Kyrie right. on the net. And, 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 and so that's another opportunity for you to bring in Emei if you're going to lose Kyrie to nurture a team post um, him leaving. So they played last night. You were in the building. They played the Knicks. The Knicks looked terrible, but the they Nets did. looked pretty good. It was it was a great Nets performance amongst all this turmoil, and to have the, the first-time non-interim head coach Jacques Vaughn get a big win on a national game again. And look at KD booing the Knicks fans. I love <laughs> KD so much. He just does not care. He does not care, but they looked good last night, The Nets and the Knicks looked bad. I was happy to see um, Seth Curry. Yeah. Play well, move well without the ball. Um, be be a guy that can play on the ball, off the ball. Be a screener for KD to allow him room to operate. Um, but you're right. Watching that Nets team, though, still, they're going to need more bulk on the interior. Mm-hmm. Claxton has given them some really good minutes Claxton. this year. I like his activity. He's a rim runner. He's a shot blocker. Um, uh, and, and he's going to continue to grow as a rotation um, eligible starter, but they're going to need to get more physical on the interior. Let me tell you who their bigs are in theory. KD, Ben Simmons, and Claxton. Mm-hmm. Those are their bigs mm-hmm. that they're going to be using to play the line. They, they, they were they were using Drummond last year. 
You know what I mean? And Aldridge. Like, they they had a bigger front court last year than this year. But this is really interesting. Look at this stat. Look at this, Jalen Rose. They're much better defensively without Irving. This is a small sample size. But does this say anything to you? Jacoby always reminds me that people play basketball on two ends of the floor. 50% of the time you're playing defense. So it's 50% of so your therefore, y'all better be better without one of the greatest offensive players in the game. Y'all better be player because it's going to be less possessions in a lot of cases. You're going to do more passes in a possession in a lot of cases. It's going to be more balance. And also, who else is going to volume shoot? Joe Harris is going to catch and shoot. Mm-hmm. Seth Curry's a creator. KD's a creator, one of the greatest scorers the game has seen. After that, Cam Thomas can create his own shot. He's a young player that I like the minutes that he's developing into. I think they should actually get him more minutes. And so you're going to play better defensively, but clearly they're not a better team without Kyrie Irving. Very quickly before – no one's better without Kyrie Irving. Eh, debatable. Before we move on, Jalen Rose, Kyrie Irving's five-game suspension – remember, minimum five game – will be up Tuesday in Sacramento against the Kings after the Nets just went through the Los Angeles teams. Do you think he plays in uniform for the Brooklyn Nets on Tuesday night? I do. I do. He apologized, and I think they move on. He's still under contract, um, and I believe he's still going to have an opportunity to be a productive player for them. I think he's going to have an opportunity to show other teams that he can be reliable for the rest of this year so that they can try to roll a dice on him at the end of this season. And once the game starts, what's going to happen is we're going to actually be ta- 37 points. Exactly. We're going to be dazzled by his <laughs> basketball ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I was so dazzled by Kyrie last year. I voted him all NBA. and He played less than 30 games. Now, he's a, he's a, he's a fantastic talent. I am not sure he plays Tuesday night. I am not sure. Just nothing about Kyrie Irving would surprise me. It would not surprise me whatsoever if Kyrie Irving did not play in that game. And how about the fighting Mike Browns in Sacramento? They're looking pretty good. You know what I'm saying? They're looking pretty good. Darren Fox out there balling. Yeah! The Sacramento Kings winning games that they might not want to win. But Mr. Rose, it happened again. Danny Ainge is upset at Will Hardy again <laughs> because the Jazz won. We got the, the Jazz. Jazz won. We got they the Jazz. They keep winning basketball games. This time it was against the Hawks and an absolute revelation this season, Laurie Markkinen. You know, I mean, he had plenty of opportunity to show what he could do in Chicago, to show what he could do in Cleveland, and now he's really being featured in this Jazz offense and looking great. Laurie Markkinen is playing himself towards this year's All-Star game. Wow. You Let me think. You can't deny a player. I mean, especially if their record stays like if this. First, not, let me be the first person to say this out loud. Wow. You can't deny a player that's averaging 20-25 on one or two of the best teams in the West in All-Star slot. Because you, you got to put someone on the team in the All-Star. They're like second in the West. Like someone got to be in the game. And I'm disappointed in you. Was that? Where is this pitch? He's international. I can't claim the international. <laughs> I can't claim Luca. I can't claim Lauren Markinen. Gotcha, like you gotcha. had to like go to gotcha. high school in the domestic United gotcha, States gotcha. for me to truly Kevin claim Love. You. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. You know what gotcha. I mean? That's why I'll always ride for Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero <laughs> in Miami. But the Jazz keep winning. They like, keep is winning. this? A, I think this is sustainable. It's not sustainable. It feels like the Bulls a little bit last year. Remember how how well the Bulls started last year? You know what it, what it reminds everyone? How important coaching is. See, what ends up happening Great is, point. like, all you have to do is get people to buy into their roles and try to master them. 
that's that's the etiquette for success in team sports. See, everybody has a uniform. Everybody has an opportunity. But you know what everybody doesn't? They don't own their role. There's certain people that you say, hey, you know, I really like your, your, your post-up game, but uh, we can't have you posting up. And then you still run into the post, and we like, they're buying into their roles. And also, these are veterans that are playing for their next job. I'm happy for Utah, and I'm happy for Lori Markkinen. Jalen, anytime that we have an opportunity to discuss the ongoing beef between Isaiah Thomas and Michael Jordan, we are going to do that because they are still going back and forth in the media. Beef is when I see you. Guaranteed to be an I see you. We'll be right back. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby coming to you live from the seaport in New York City and brought to you by Patron. Patron. Patron starts with perfection and perfection starts with Patron. Jalen Rose, things went from bad to terrible to nightmare to worse for the Los Angeles Lakers last night. Not only did they lose again, but LeBron James left in the fourth quarter with some complications with his groin, the same groin that he injured a couple years ago. Doesn't seem to be that serious. However, it's just more bad news for this Lakers team. I got to tell you a secret, fam. When you look up at the standings and the Lakers are below 500 and oh, below the equator. Below <laughs> they're below 500 in the standing. They're, they're below 500 with their record, and they're below the equator in the standings. LeBron's in his 20th season, and I know he sees that light at the end of the tunnel, and I know he knows it's a train. Mm-hmm. I know he does, mm-hmm. because you and I do too. And by the way, you look handsome today. Great haircut. But with that being said, why would he risk in any way, shape, or form playing hurt for this team? This team is very clearly not just not contending, but not getting out of the first round if they even get in the play-in to to get in the playoffs. And so here's the other thing. There will be talk, and the Father sparked this talk. Mm -hmm. You can't trade Anthony Davis, ladies and gentlemen talking about this with Stephen A. Smith. He was like, if I'm Golden State, I'll send Klay Thompson and Draymond Green to L.A. for A.D. No, thank and you. And I told much. him, no, thank you for Rob Palenka is going to send you to voicemail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because 
Anthony Davis is still getting 20, 10, and two blocks. The only player in the league to do so. And before last night, there were a couple of bizarre second halves where he took like four shots, one yes. half, and didn't take a shot. Like they should be Wu-Tanging him, feeding him, and feeding him, and feeding him. That's what's going to happen with LeBron out. Mm-hmm. And so you can't just get equal value for that player. So this is basically going to be what this team is. I wouldn't trade the assets. I wouldn't trade um, the, uh, the the Indiana picks. deal for the yeah. picks now because it's only going to give me maybe one or two spots in the in the no. West. Yeah. It's not going to be a game changer. Miles, Turner correct? Yes, yes, that's like, yeah, that, exactly. That, that, it, would be, it would make them better, but it doesn't put them in a position to contend. It doesn't put them in a position to be one through six in the West. And can I say the quiet thing out loud? As somebody's been traded, I think four times. They're currently playing for teams. They're you know, you know that. Miles Turner and Buddy here are actually playing right now. Miles Turner went out and said he was like, if I was the Lakers, I would look long and hard at this deal. <laughs> right. Like, but but when you get a chance, look at Indiana in the standards. That's who they play for. And my guy, Ben Matherin. Yes. Oh Matherin. Matherin. Yes. He's great. We went into the draft. He's great. You told me to pick a player that I knew was going to be a game changer. That's my choice. Jeez, him and Halliburton. Jalen, we all – Loved the last dance. Remember that during the pandemic? Remember we did the after show? We all just enjoyed it so much. And one of the central figures of the last dance was Isaiah Thomas and his quote unquote beef with Michael Jordan. Well, he spoke about it and uh, he didn't mince his words. Here's what he said quote, This guy comes on television and says that he hates me and then he calls me a bleep. And then I proceed to watch the whole documentary about him being a bleep. Until I get a public <laughs> apology, this beef is going to go on for a long, long time because I'm from the west side of Chicago. Jalen Rose. I don't think he's going to be getting a public apology from Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Well, you could have eliminated the first 98% of that quote and just added West Side of, from the west side of Chicago. <laughs> that that's, that's who Isaiah Lord Thomas III is. And by the way, when he wasn't growing up there, where was he living? Detroit. Okay. As a member, a central figure of the bad boys. I'm telling y'all, look real close in this footage. I think I'm in this line. <laughs> I think the entire city of Detroit is in this line. As I stand on the table every day, Detroit versus everybody, the logo looks just like it did from there. I'm right behind him. Look, I'm right behind Isaiah. I have to be in that line. And by the way, when Isaiah talked about not liking the way he was portrayed, a guy he just walked past, traitor, traitor Jack McCloskey. That's my GM. I know. That's my championship I know. I know GM. You, That's my championship. And let me tell you something. Scotty Pippen and Horace Grant wasn't happy either. No. Also, not that big a deal that they walked off early. Not that big a deal to me. It's not that big not of that a big deal. Not that big a deal to me. Why but, are we talking about this? But you know later? why? Let me tell you why. When everybody talks about what they love in sports, these are the. this is the era of where you had true rivals. Mm-hmm. So true rivals weren't shaking hands and kissing babies and exchanging jerseys after the game. It was a total different lifestyle. And I loved it. I know you did. I, see, being that you know they won the championship, you would prefer it that they lose and do this and win a championship than win a championship that year. Absolutely. I know you. No question. You no like question. that better. We loved that. And by the way, there are two places, and I happen to grow up in one, Detroit, and play in one, Indiana, that as fans, of course everybody is blinded by the greatness that is the GOAT, Michael, Air Jeffrey Jordan. As a Detroit native, I'm foolishly not blinded by it either. Like he played basketball with his tongue out. Oh. But we didn't rock Jordans like that because we wasn't we, we wasn't supporting MJ. 
in Indiana the same way. When he returned to play there, they booed him. And so that's the greatness and respect in the honor of Michael Jordan and Isaiah and the bad boys, Lambeer, Rick Mahorn, Spider Sally. They should. Uh, and, and Joe Dumars should hold a grudge. And they kept my golf the dream team. I'm still we mad about that. on ESPN. So we've talked about LeBron. We've talked about Michael Jordan. Time to talk about the Cowboys. There are some conversations and rumors and discussions that the Cowboys are very interested in the services of that man, Odell Beckham oh. Jr. If added, I think he's a real difference maker in a very tough division. Ooh. Change clothes and go. That that Dallas should do that. Ah, yeah. But but let me give you some game about what somebody should do if they're gonna sign Odell. You should sign him now, get him into your building, mm. get your medical staff examining him, looking at him every day, get him into the playbook, get pay him in their shape. Pay for him a couple weeks to rehab. Correct. Pay for the, re- that, pay for the rehab a little cor- bit. See, this, this is, let me tell you where NFL teams are missing. If you're that interested in Odell, which you should be, you're missing the point of getting him up in your getting him in your building right now so he's ready to go once he gets healthy versus allowing him to get healthy then signing him. It's a good point. That's a good point. Jalen Rose, I have to tell you something. The internet is mad with me because I shared my opinion that Turkey is wildly overrated in advance of the Thanksgiving holiday, and I stand by my You're a Grinch. Turkey is wildly overrated, and I'm going to state my case and refute your refute to that right after this. Tomorrow is Veterans Day. We have a special basketball game, and coverage starts at 9 with NBA Countdown, and then 9.30 it is the Timberwolves trying to get right against the Grizzlies. Jalen, what do we do every single day on this program? It's sad, especially since um, they changed her living arrangement in prison that Brittany Griner is still wrongfully detained in Russia. And as the election just passed, I wish it would have been a lot louder for people screaming to the high heavens for her to have a speedy, safe return to the United States. Absolutely. Jalen, we are encroaching upon the Thanksgiving holiday. And yesterday I shared my opinion, my opinion, that Turkey is wildly overrated. The Internet did not agree. (laughs) They're sending me multimedia things. The picture of Turkey with bacon on it. That does look pretty good, but still not as good as chicken would be. And Jalen, you always say the same thing when I say this. You always say the same thing. Deep fried turkeys. Change this your life. This is what happens when you deep fry a turkey. Okay? <laughs> that. You would look at look at this. Look at look at that. Jalen and Jacoby look getting at that. ready for Thanksgiving. Look at those are just special, special cases. Special cases? Deep fried. You've never heard of anybody blowing up a deep fried turkey before? I have. You have? have. Yeah, I have. Everyone's got a story about that. But I'm not risking my life for some dry turkey. (laughs) I'm not doing that. I'll have a chicken. No one ever dies cooking chicken. No one ever burned down their house cooking chicken. Please continue to harass Jacoby about his takes on turkey, especially when I'm going to be the Grand Marshal on Thanksgiving Day in Detroit. I'm, I'm going to be eating Cajun deep-fried turkey, bossing up. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. 
based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast exclusive content for Dude, our podcast no, people! listeners. What they want. It is Thursday. We have no show tomorrow, so we'll be taking some voicemails. But it is also Thursday, which means there's a brand new Renaissance Man podcast. Who's this, this week's guest? Absolutely. And we're off tomorrow because it's Veterans Day. Shout to all of the veterans out there. We appreciate your service, past, present, and future. Um, your sacrifices are why we have our liberties. And anytime I get confused about the work that you guys do and the sacrifices your family make, I get reminded of a recent interview I just did with the comedian Earthquake, where he reminded me that he was enlisted into the service for nine years, and then they got a call to go to war. He said he immediately asked to be sent home. Mm. And that's how he got into comedy. So... I appreciate you guys. We all appreciate you guys. And make sure you check out today's episode with Omar Epps. So let me tell y'all something about Omar Epps. Please do. I tastefully asked him this question because you know my favorite movies happen to have people that are featured and look like me. He's been in, I've seen every movie he's been in a hundred (laughs) times. Every movie he's been in, I've seen a hundred times. Let me just start naming them for you. And... I wish Reg the Ledge could add an E40 beat to this. Jacoby, have I seen Juice? Yes. Have I seen Higher Learning? Yes. Have I seen Love and Basketball? Of course. Have I, do I watch Power? Yes. He's on all of that. And the one thing I couldn't wait to ask him is how was it to have Dawn from In Vogue as a love interest in your first movie? I used to have a crush on Don from In Vogue. Come on, man. Not that Honey Dip would want to get with me. <laughs> Just in case I got more condoms than TLC. Shout out to Fife Dog. Rest in peace. Jacoby dropping bars. Jalen, it is Veterans Day tomorrow, and I have to confess something that happened that I'm not proud of. I'm in the airport. I'm wearing a camouflage T-shirt. I'm walking through the airport. I've got my hair cut. Someone thanks me for my service. (laughs) And instead of explaining that I'm not in the military, I was like, oh, thank you very much and moved on. I just didn't want to have the conversation. Don't feel guilty. Let me tell you why. I do feel guilty. Let me tell you why. I've been a public figure for 30 years. Every now and then, when I run up on Phil Jackson's car after practice, he might call me Jamal. Right. I don't say anything. (laughs) People excited to see me on the street, they might call me Derek. People call me Jalen all the time. Correct. All the time. They might call me Derek (laughs) for roles. They might call me Juwan. I get Jacob all the time, too. Um, And so, and and lookalikes, people say I look like Mike Epps. People say I look like Bradley Bill. People say I look like Usher. So don't feel guilty because what I do is I just accept it and keep it moving versus having the conversation I don't want to have the conversation. I was playing, no, I'm not in the military. I just got a short haircut, and I, and I got this T-shirt working at the Skyride in New York City. No. You, got, you got that Remy from Higher Learning cut. 
It's a little too tight. I gotta talk to my guy. This See, this is why I don't. I'm not loyal to barbers because he's stuck in his ways. Every time I try to make an adjustment, he just goes back to his old habits, and that's why I'm not loyal to barbers. Because now, like, I, I literally went in this chair and I said, "Let's change it up today and do something different. Let's do this, this, and that." And then he just does the same thing. You got one pitch. It might be Mariano Rivera, though. It might be time to move on. <laughs> it might be time to move on. Can't beat the price though. Sixteen dollars. You're so cheap. $16 for a cut. You know what? Speaking of that, I need to talk to Pat Bev. He did something that was blasphemous, and I ain't talking about missing threes. What? He tried to complain about the cost of getting a haircut. I support you, Pat Bev. I'll we need you, to I'll talk about this. Number. We need to talk I about this. I love Pat Bev so much. We did TV together here at the Seaport Studios, and I saw his outfit, right? And then later on, there's video of him going to the cage at West Forth and playing pickup basketball in the same outfit. He had white jeans on. And he's just, it looked, I swear, he must have Googled New York City basketball park playground and just got in the subway and got there. That was the realest thing that happened this summer, and I love him for that. I love him for that so much. I love all NBA players that hoop outside. Yes. If you play basketball outside, I love you. Yeah. And... I understand that NBA, people that follow the league closely could say something about Pat Bev's game, this or that, but put him against some civilians? Michael <laughs> Jeffrey Jordan. Michael Jordan. Since we will not be taking all voicemails tomorrow because we have no show tomorrow, we will be taking a voicemail now because we always want to give the people what they want. And hearing from the people is very important to us. Hit us with your Thanksgiving questions, opinions, traditions, favorite sides, habits. Let us know. What's unique about your Thanksgiving and ask us any questions about Thanksgiving, call 9580-JALEN. We'll put you on the show just like this. Jalen and Kobe, shout out Reg. This is E-Money from North Carolina, man. It's like 5.52 in the morning waiting to go back in work, listening to y'all talking yesterday. But the Thanksgiving, man, like me and my family, we usually do a grilled turkey. Cut it down the middle, but I let it marinate for about two days in the sauce and like a zesty Italian sauce is uh, marinate as well. And man, I throw that thing on the grill, lay it flat, break the back, lay it flat. Man, I grill it like a hog, man. And I got a vinegar based sauce, man. Y'all guys will love it. It's like turkey barbecue. And my family love it. I mean, people love it. They call me, try to get me to do it. But this year, everybody's going to be in trouble because me and my family taking a vacation from Thanksgiving. We going to Disney World, bro. I know it's going to tear my pockets up, but we need a vacation from Thanksgiving. What y'all think about that? Cultural, original, vacation from Thanksgiving. And what y'all guys think about my Cowboys? You think we're going to get Odell? But um, like I said, I've been listening to you guys for a long time. About fifth, sixth time caller. Who knows? Maybe I'll make the cut this time. But anyway, like I said in a previous calls. I'm going to keep pumping them and pumping them like mixtapes till you guys put me up there. Peace. Break the, break the back and lay I, it I, flat. Jaylen, I think E-Money, who's definitely black, by the way, definitely. I think E-Money, he convinced you. He convinced me. Yes. I would I would eat his turkey happily. It's a two days marinating good. in the zesty Italian? Amen. That ain't dry. That is not a dry turkey. No. That is beautiful. No. That I've heard of heavenly. grinding a turkey for 24 hours, but two days of marination and then breaking the bat, cooking like a hog on the grill. Ooh, sounds, e-money. 
Shout E-Money. Drop the Addy E-Money. And also, it's a boss move to take a trip during Thanksgiving. That's what I'm doing. Because normally families aren't quote-unquote traveling during that time. You're normally traveling domestically to go meet family members. You're not necessarily traveling to be on vacation. So that's actually the perfect time to take a family vacation. I got Disney secret for e-money and people that go to Disney World. The Disney Corporation, which pays us, is going to be upset with me for giving this game to the podcast exclusive listeners. Jalen, we're going to have to end the pod after this because they might shut down the lights. What you want to have happen when you go to Disney World, you want your plans to get messed up. That happened to me the last two times I went. The bracelets weren't working. It wasn't matched up. Everything in the background was all messed up. They have great customer service. And when they mess things up, they want, they want to make it right. And you know how they make it right? By giving you three fast passes for everybody in your family per day that you're there. You add that with the lightning lane stuff that you set up in the morning, you're going on all the rides and waiting in no lines. So E-Money, before you go to Disney World, intentionally somehow mess something up. So you don't go to the main gate line, you go to the customer service line next to the main gate and you complain and you have your kids there and they're crying and they're hot and you're sad and they fix it for you <laughs> by hooking you up. Oh, you know what my wife used to do? Kids crying my, my, sad. Oh, duh. My wife used to make up ailments that Quincy had. So Quincy's over there, like, and she, I don't even know what she said. I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't feel right about it. But she would make up ailments that Quincy had so we could, like, not wait online. Hey, E-Money, I'll give you $200. <laughs> you ain't got to do all that. Don't have your kids out there falling down, crying, making up ailments to try to get some easy passes. <laughs> he said it's going to hurt his pockets. He getting ready for it. But that's great advice. Uh, yo, that turkey sounds great, E-Money. Don't do that. I still think that all other turkey is overrated except for E-Money. So unless you're doing it like E-Money, your turkey is wildly overrated. Chicken is better. We'll be back on Monday with another dope. We're not done. Why is that? We're not done. We are not done. Got to give the people time.